to the NBA OB Daily Podcast, Sunday, February 4th, 2024. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Trevor, my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. We just finished the UFC Vegas 85, the, lead, the Lidze versus Imava. Recap, now we're going to go to the UFC 86 preview, Jack Hermanson versus Joe Piper. Marcel, looking forward to talking about this card with you, my friend. Uh, we've got a bunch of fights here. Give me your overall thoughts on, on this card before we break down the, the individual fights. Yeah, man. I mean, it's an okay card. It's not, I, I don't think it's amazing, to be really honest, man, on paper. But uh, it's an okay card. There are some fun fights, and you know, I'm looking forward to the Ige Fili fight. I think that's a fun fight. I, yeah. th- I, I, I think uh, stylistically, Vieira Petrosian can be something. Uh, Giles against Pratas is a fun one. I'm really looking forward to Bulaji Oki's debut. He's yep. from, Bel- from, from Belgium. Uh, close to here, mm-hmm. so I'm looking to that one. And I think uh, Wells against Griffin is a fun fight as well, you know, and it's kind of low on the card, man, to be honest, that one. So, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think the card's pretty good. There's 14 fights on it. Like you said, like, like there's a few throwaway fights, but there's some prospects to look forward to, and there's a couple of veterans as well, so I'm looking forward to the card. All right, we got Octo updates in the chat. You ready to go, brother? We're going to start do- breaking down these fights in a second here. Like I said, 14 fights. We'll use the UFC stats belt order. There was two changes to the card. Uh, Marcel has the new fights on his Instagram. I'll just talk about them when we get to them. So we'll just use the same boat order, okay? All right, let's get to the first fight, guys. We have the Bantamweights. Daniel Marcos taking out Arichi Lang. Odds for this one have Marcos favored, minus 225, Arichi Lang plus 190. I'll just start this one off. Marcel, I really like Daniel Marcos in this fight. I think he wins pretty easily, to be honest. I think the fight probably goes the distance just because Arichi Lang is a tough dude, although he did get knocked out by by a hobby, but very, very hittable. We know about this guy already. Marco's good striker. The fight with Davy Grant, I mean, that fight, you probably should have lost that fight, but he was competitive with him, and obviously he's undefeated 15-0. Looked great in Contender Series. Looked great in his debut in the UFC. Um, I just think he had a really tough opponent. I think Davy Grant's an awesome fighter, and you know, he's had some time to, to kind of learn from that fight. It's been like seven, eight months now since he's been in the cage. That time's gone by fast. Narichi Langan, you know, 3-3 three and three in the UFC. He's looked better lately, I'll give him that, but fighting bottom-of-the-barrel fighters in the UFC, all the guys he's fought are cut now from the UFC that, he've, that he beat. Um, I just don't think he's that great, personally. So he is experienced. He's tough. It'll probably go the three rounds, but I'm pretty sure Marcos wins this fight by decision. What do you think? Yeah, there's absolutely no reason to pick Arochi Lang in this fight, you know. I feel like uh, Marcos is, is a talented guy. We've seen him so far in the Octagon a couple of times, and he looks good, you know. Um, I agree with you. The grand fight, he likely shouldn't have won that one, but uh, he got the win there, so good for him. I'm at peace back. He was supposed to fight in Sao Paulo against Victor Hugo, I think. That fight uh, fell through uh, last mm-hmm. l- last minute. Um, yeah, I'm picking Marcos here. Yeah, also picking by finish, man. I think he uh, knocks Arochi Ar- Lang out probably oh, okay. in the first or second round. It's possible. Definitely possible. I mean, because Eamon's a hobby knockdown. Eamon doesn't have a ton of power, I don't think. So that's uh, he's shown a little bit of power, but nothing amazing. Yeah, Marco's KO decision makes sense, I think. Um, one second here, guys. Uh, Open up a window, and there we go. Okay, close. This <laughs> should be better now. All right. <laughs> go to the next fight, Marcel. We have uh, – this is a different fight, I think, now. So, Fernie Garcia is taking the fight at short notice, right, against Hydra Mills. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. So, we'll talk about that one now. Um, odds for this one have um, – Let's see here. I don't know if they're. Let me check if the odds are out. I don't know. I don't know if they are. Um, yeah, they are. Okay, minus one eighty-five. Hyder and Mill plus one sixty. Fernando Garcia. It's Fernie Garcia. 
Yeah, I, I like Hydra and Mill in this. I'll start on this one too. I like Hydra and Mill in this fight, especially because Fernie's moving up in weight now, right? In short notice, it's even more of a reason to like Hydra and Mill. I think he's a pretty good prospect, man. Obviously, he's, he's another guy's undefeated, eight and zero, former Bellator fighter. He had a really good fight in contender series as well. Um, he, he got taken down a couple times, but you know, kept getting back up. Showed really good cardio. Um, pretty good striker. Uh, showed some good scrambles in that fight as well. Obviously, not tested in the UFC level, but. He is fighting guys 0-3 in the UFC. Um, it's hard to bet those guys, pick those guys even, like Ferdy Garcia, just haven't had any success. Ferdy's tough. Fight probably goes in three rounds, just like Hyder's contender series fight, but I think this is a much easier fight than Nelson Bagdasari and Marcel. I think he's kind of getting uh, a, a real lucky one here. Um, I think he wins the decision. Hyder and Mill, what do you think? Okay, here's my first dark pick of the night. Um, I'm picking Ferdy. Oh, okay. Um, I think go. Fernie is. I think Fernie's kind of underrated, man. I think many people think like he's not that great, and he hasn't showed that 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 much in the octagon. I gotta say, man, against Rinya Nakamura, he lost, but he was super tough in that fight, you know, and he had a success on the feet, not on the ground. Um, I think we'll be tough with Hader Emil. I think we'll be a close decision, but uh, yeah, close decision. I'm going with the dog here. I'm picking Fernie Garcia to get to win. There we go. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got a dog pick by Marcel there, so. Go to the next fight. We have the light heavyweights as Zach Pauga takes on Bogdan Guskov. Minus 140, Pauga, plus 120, Guskov. Um, for me, it's 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 Pauga to win this fight, but like I mean, it's just it's these guys are both tough to be confident in. You know, Zach hasn't really looked great in the UFC. I just noticed by the way, he has a nickname on the high chief. It's a pretty cool nickname. But I don't think he's looked that great in the UFC, you know, like Get stalked there by Mo Usman, um, beats Jordan Wright, who's not in the UFC now, and then Modestus beats him. And then Guskov, obviously, you know, comes to the UFC with this good record, but gets smoked by by Volkan, who's a top 10 guy. So it's really hard to know kind of where he is. Odds are very close to this one. My, my feeling, though, is Guskov will probably gas out after the first round and Pauga takes over. I think Pauga could finish him by, by strikes or win the decision, but uh, that's my pick. It's just, again, I, I'm not too high on him right now. What do you think? Yeah. I it's, it's difficult, you know, because we've seen uh, Guskov against uh, Uzdemir, right? And, uh, I mean, Uzdemir did, did well against him, but Uzdemir is, is, is still a great a great fighter, you know, probably. I, I still don't know how where I can put Uzdemir right now, but he clearly won that fight against Guskov. Pauga, difficult guy to, to, to measure, in my opinion. But then he got knocked out against Usman, man, and I think Guskov can knock him out, dude, so... I'm going with Guskov here, man. I think Guskov there, can knock him go. out. We'll hit the yeah. button then because you have a dog yeah. there. So. Yeah, so I, th I think Guskov wins by knockout and probably early there. in the fight. Marshall's got two dog picks, man. Here we go. Yeah, Fernie needs that one for sure. Guskov, round one or bust. Yeah, I mean, he might. These guys like him. What's up, Glenn? Glennbot? The real Glenn's not here today, unfortunately. It's a Sunday podcast, but that's okay. We got, we got Glennbot here, so that's cool. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. Um, this fight should be higher in the card. Max yeah, oh, for sure. On Jeremiah Wells. I mean, this, this is a good fight. And uh, I kind of feel like it's almost a little disrespectful. This is so buried on the prelims because these guys are veterans that I've put on, I think, good careers in the UFC so far. Minus 175 for Jeremiah Wells, plus 150 Max Griffin. I'm actually curious to hear your thoughts on this one. What do you think about this fight? Yeah, this is a pretty clear one, what's going to happen, I think. I think uh, Griffin will try to make it standing. I think Wells tried to take it to the ground, you know. And uh, I think Wells will be successful in two of those three rounds. So I'm going with Jeremiah Wells by decision here. 
There you go. Okay, so there you go. The Marcel is that breakdown. Well, this is one I'm going back and forth on, but Marcel, in the end, I need you to hit that button, man. Hit the button. Yeah, dog pick for me, Max Griffin by decision, I think. I think this fight's going three rounds, but the reason I like Max is because I think he's just had a really underrated career in the UFC. You know, he's been in the UFC a long time. Almost all of his fights go the distance. We know he's got great cardio for 50 minutes, and these fights are close. Like, I thought he beat Neil Magny a couple years, was it two years ago now? The Michael Morales fight, and he's fighting the best prospect, one of them at 170, one of the best prospects. And it was a pretty competitive fight. It wasn't like a blowout by any means, you know? So he's still in the fight. Um, and Wells, it's definitely a good fighter, but I seen some holes in this game the last two fights. You know, against Selmsburg, gets dropped twice, wins a split decision because of the ground control. And then against Carlson Harris, again, controlling him on the ground, but gets tired and gets choked out in the third round. It's concerning. Um, I really like the guy. He's got insane knockout power. We've seen that against Morley Alvis. We've seen against Court McGee. But I don't know about this one, man. And I also feel like, you know, I know both guys, Max Griffin's actually the older fighter. But Wells, you know, he got old quick, I kind of feel like, too. Um, I really like both guys. I, I kind of hate they match them up because I like both guys. And I like picking both guys, especially. I like picking Jeremiah Wells. But I like Griffin in this matchup. I think he can actually keep the fight standing. Like you said, it's going to be him trying to keep the fight on the feet while take, trying to take it down. But I think Griffin can keep it staying for the most part and outstrike Wells and, and win the decision. So I'll say Wells wins the first round, gets Griffin down, gets a little tired. Griffin wins the second round, close round, and wins the third round, wins the decision. So this could be a fight to look at, maybe a split decision prop too, because both these guys have gone to splits and this should be a pretty competitive fight. But for me, it's going to be Max Griffin by decision. So there we go. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got uh, – we uh, got – Devin Clark taking on Marcin Praccio. Odd for this one. Devin Clark favored minus 185. Praccio plus 160. You know, Marcel, this is another one. Like these tight heavyweight fights, man, they go either way, I think. Um, Praccio's a guy, I don't, I, I barely pick this guy. I barely pick him in his fights. I think I picked him like maybe once or twice in his whole career in the UFC. I'm just not high in him, but he's definitely like a good striker. We've seen that. The problem is the ground game is just, it's not good. The takedown defense is 54%. Terrible takedown defense. And Devin Clark is a, is a pretty good wrestler, man. He's averaging over two takedowns a fight. Um, he's tough as hell. We know that as well. Um, I think Devin Clark grinds him out. I don't think it's going to be very exciting. I think Devin Clark just pushes him against the fence, gets him down when he can, and grinds out a decision here. So Devin Clark, but again, it's these light heavyweight fights are kind of weird sometimes, and this is not really one I'd want to lay the juice on, but I do think he probably grinds it out with the decision. What do you think? Yeah, man, Marcin has been training for years in the Netherlands. He also lives here. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he ain't bad, but he is also not like you say, like next level or whatever, you know what I mean? But same goes for Devin Clark, man. I was like Devin Clark last time. It's like he's finally not going up after the Dawin Jung win, you know, and then he loses against Kennedy, you know. So uh, both guys are really like inconsistent, but they uh, got to favor Clark here a little bit more, you know, because of the wrestling indeed. Um, decision win for Clark, but this is also one that can go both ways, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Um going on in the chat these, these aren't the these some of these are thoroughly fights although i do like that wells and, and griffin fight no I, I hate that they matched them up against somebody because i like both guys all right here's the fight people's fight people's main event no i'm joking <laughs> loma lagunia against bruna bizzle odds for this one loma minus 250 bruna plus 210 you know i know loma is so tiny for this division and that's the only problem i have here because if you look at the size it's five one versus five six you know short reach but 
Bruna Brazil just does not really pass the eye test for me, man. She has it. I know she beat Sean Banner last night. It was not impressive. Um, Loma, you know, is a lot of experience now in the UFC. She's getting better too. You know, her ground game's getting better, which is which is nice to see because obviously she's a good striker. But I like the fact her ground game's getting better. She's using her takedowns a lot more in her fights. Um, I do think she can take Bruno Brazil down in this fight too and kind of gr- grind her out. So for me, it's Loma by decision. What do you think, man? Yeah, I think this is a pretty easy fight to pick, in my opinion. You know, um, I'm not really high on Bruna Brazil at all, to be really honest. Although she get she she won against Shauna Bannon, but I don't think it was a great fight. Um, I, I think Loma wins, man. I, I really was impressed by Loma last time out. You know, I mean, she is pretty much a striker, but she did very well against Reed, and she 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 choked her out in the second round. Um, I think Loma wins. I, I'm going with a decision win for Loma here. Yeah, I think so too. I think this fight goes the distance as well. Pretty sure it does, anyways. Um, I like the odds are. I mean, I think it's just a fair line, minus two fifty. You know, it's a fair line. You know. Um, all right, we'll go to the next fight. We got Demir Hadzovic taking on Marcel's boy from Belgium, Balaji Oki. I'm really looking forward to his debut, man. And he is a big favorite here, minus two forty, plus two hundred five on the Bosnian bomber Demir Hadzovic. Bro, I, I really like Oki in this fight. I mean, he's the one guy I'm looking forward to. I think more than anyone on this whole card. I was so impressed by his debut, man, when he beat that Dylan Salvador guy. That is, like, such a big win against a, a high-level striker. He knocks him out. And not only that, bro, the way he finished him with the body punches, Marcel, and the combinations he was landing, it was absolutely fucking beautiful to watch. It was one of my favorite knockouts of the year last year. He was on Contender. And um, I really like this guy. And I, I looked at his Instagram. He's training at Extreme Couture now. So yeah. he's made them move there to that gym. And I think that's amazing for his career. And then you got Hadzovic. I looked at his Instagram too. I just wanted to see what he was looking like because he hasn't fought in a while. He's in great shape. He hasn't fought in two years, but he is in great shape for this fight. The problem is, though, he's 37 now. You know, he's turning 38 this year. And he's a guy that just really hasn't been very consistent in UFC four and five. Um, lost three or four. To me, this is a setup fight for Oki to win, Marcel. And not only do I think he wins, but I think he knocks him out. So I'm like Oki here a lot. Minus 240 favorite, but I really like him in this fight. What do you think? Yeah, man, Oki. I'm also on him. Uh, I think he's a very, he's a pretty, uh, he's a big talent. You know, he already was when he fought in the Netherlands often here. Um, the funny thing is, like, for a long time, I had no idea what was his last name, Bulaji or Oki. <laughs> so uh, my uh, my colleague asked him, "What is your what what's your what's your last name, Bulaji or Oki?" Because he calls himself Oki Bulaji. So he's like. Uh, my name is Oki Bulaji. My my uh, my colleague is like, yeah, but what is your last name? Is it Bulaji or is it Oki? He's like, they, oh, you can call me Bulaji. You can call me Oki. I don't mind. He's like, yeah, but that's not the question. What's your family name? He's like, oh, Oki is my family name. So it's Bulaji Oki. Um, sorry for the long story. Uh, I, I think he wins. Yeah, probably by TKO, uh, ground and pound. I think uh, he wins against Hatsovic. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I think it probably does go under one and a half. I think Oki will probably win the first round. What do you think? Yeah. 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 All right. Let's go to the next fight here. We got Trevin Giles taking on Carlos Pratis. And uh, I'm looking forward to this guy's debut too because he looked really good in contender as well. And the odds for this one, Pratis minus 225, Giles plus 190. I'll let you start on this one. What do you think? Yeah. Fun matchup, man. I think, you know, Trevin Giles is kind of the guy who's like, Really inconsistent, in my opinion, but he's fun to watch. You know, uh, you saw against Gabriel Bonfim, it was over quickly, and that's uh, that, that was uh, in the summer of last year. He got some fun, some good wins in the UFC. Probably his best win is against Roman Dolice. You know, uh, yep, yeah, that's his best win. 
you know, lose lost to Dricus Duplessis, which isn't bad if you look back at it, and he lost to Michael Morales, which is also not bad if you look if you look now at it. Uh, Carlos Paredes, he got that great win over uh, Mitch Ramirez in the Contender Series. Uh, he's like uh, he's from the Fighting Nerds, right? He's a teammate of uh, Cayo Borayo, I think. Um, yeah, fun fighter, man. Good stand up. Um, I think if Giles wants to win this fight, I think he needs to use his ground game pretty much, you know. But, uh, man, I, I'm taking Pratis here, man. I think Pratis can win the fight. I would say Pratis in the late third-round TKO for me. I'm picking him, too, but, you know, I still have a little bit of hesitation with this guy. It's not like he's some undefeated prospect. Like, he's lost six times, so he's mm -hmm. definitely, like, a guy that can be beaten. And he is fighting a, a pretty good fighter in Trevin Giles, a guy who's, like you said, pretty underrated, I would say, as well. 7-5 um, record in the UFC. I definitely liked what this guy looked like on the show, though. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He looked impressive, and I, mean, I think they kept saying he was like Anderson Silva a little bit with the striking. Uh, we'll see if those uh, comparisons line up in the UFC, but he, he should win the fight. He's a favorite for reasons, my pick, but I, I don't know. There's something about him, too, that's like I'm on the fence about in this particular matchup because, again, they're not giving you a guy that's like 1-0 or 2-1-2 two, and two or something like that. They're giving you a guy who's 7-5, so this is a, a – Good test for this guy. UFC clearly likes him. They want to see how good he is. And uh, I'm curious to see how good he is too. But uh, for me, it's, the jury's still a little bit in this guy. But he, he looked good in the show. There's no doubt. He should win the fight. So that's my pick. All right. We get to the main card here. And the first fight is a fight that uh, we actually broke down, uh, I want to say last year, right? Um, Adolfo Vier, Armin Petrosian. This fight got canceled, right? The last second. Yeah. Armin so got fun. sick or something. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we get the rebooking out, and uh, Adolfo minus one twenty five, Armon plus one hundred five. Um, I can't remember who you picked now, but just it, does your does your thoughts change? Like, who did you pick before? I can't remember. I think I picked Rodolfo before, man. But uh, it's uh, I wasn't sure back then, and I'm still not sure. You know what I mean? Who picked? Who did you pick? I picked Armin, and I got to be honest, I'm still not sure either because. I really like the guy. I really like Armin, and I think you know in this fight he'll he'll have the cardio advantage, right? But the takedown defense still bothers me. He's thirty six percent. That being said, I still think like Rodolfo's going to gas out again. That's the thing, right? Like I just don't trust this guy's gas tank. I think he'll win the first round. He'll take down Armin. It'll be sketchy on the ground, and he could submit him. But as the fight goes on, I just really think he'll gas out again. So that's why I'm picking Armin. He is a dog here. You can smash the button. He's a dog. Go ahead. <laughs> That's my second dog pick here, plus 105 on, on Armin Petrosian by decision. Um, that, that was my pick before, but again, it is very close fight, and the fact he got canceled, it always sketches me out a little bit. So, But I don't know. What do you think? You thoughts? know what, man? I'm going with Armin as well, man. I oh, mean, there we go. Okay, I, hit the button then. <laughs> yeah, I think if Rodolfo has to win, he has to do it early, I feel. you know, I think Armin's uh, cardio is much better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm picking Armin as well. You 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 convinced me kind of with thinking a little bit about it. Yeah, even though I'm not 100 convinced, no, but he's my he's my pick, and you know that's my thoughts on this one are just like you said. I think he, I think he's going to gas. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, all right, we'll go to the next fight here. Um, Michael Johnson taking on Darius Flowers. Michael Johnson, I think his favorite here. Uh, yeah, minus 140, menace. Plus 120 on Darius Flowers, the beast mode. What do you think, man? Yeah, I'm picking Michael Johnson, man. I mean, I have nothing against Darius Flowers, but Darius Flowers has his wins 
are not comparable to what Michael Johnson has done so far. You know, I know he got knocked out against Diego Ferreira, but he looked better in all those fights before. And uh, he looked good against Dia Casey. He should have won against Malarkey, in my opinion, and looked great against Alan Patrick, you know. So before that, he was on a, on a, on a bad skit, you know, but I, I got to go Michael Johnson still, you know. I think Michael Johnson probably wins. I don't know how, maybe decision, maybe a stoppage, but I'm going decision Michael Johnson here. Me too. I'm picking him too. Because uh, all the experience, I mean, here's the thing. His record is not amazing. You see 13 and 15, so it's a losing mm -hmm. record. But, like, the, the quality of opponents he's fought over his career is, is very high level, obviously. Right? Yeah. So he is older, though. He's he's, 30, he's turning 38 this year. That's, that's not a great thing. But I, I I don't know, man. I see a lot of holes in Flowers' game. You know, I think the cardio is a problem. I think that, uh, that's the biggest problem here because I, I know Johnson can go three hard rounds. Um, I think Flowers is going to be dangerous in that first round. There's no doubt about it. He's a strong dude. We saw that was that Tombstone pile driver in his uh, yeah. in his contender fight. That was nice. But the, the Jake Matthews fight again started off really good, right? The gas so fast. And I know that fight was on short notice. It was an elevation, so maybe you'll see something different here. But I'm not convinced. And uh, Johnson, I think, as long as he survives that first round, which is a big if, man, because his chin is you know getting compromised now, right? We saw against Ferrer. We saw against uh, Josh Emmett. He could be knocked out, but at the same time, man, I, I still feel like he's got a little bit of gas left in the tank. And as long as he survives that first round, I think he comes back and knocks out Flowers late. I think the fight doesn't go the distance. Um, I, I would I would bet on that too, actually. I think this fight ends inside three rounds. I'll take Johnson by knockout. I'll say second round knockout for Johnson. So let's take him. All right, go to the next fight here. We got – oh, this is this is one of my favorite fights in the card, so I really like this fight. We got Robocop, Greg Rodriguez taking on Brad Tavares, the gatekeeper at 185. Odds for this one, Robocop is the favorite here, minus 230, plus 195 on Tavares. Uh, man, I got to go with Robocop, you know, especially because I love Tavares and his durability throughout his career, but you're seeing the signs of the chin kind of going. You saw Bruno Silva drop him and knock him out. I know that fight was, you know, it was um, like a flash knockout a little bit, but you also saw Edmund put him out. He's taking a lot of damage. You mean it's Chris Weidman. He won that fight because of his low kicks, but he he got punched a lot by Weidman, and that's where he, I think. Rodriguez, obviously, you know, he doesn't have the best car, uh, durability himself. He's been knocked out, but the guy's a beast, man, and, and obviously his power is ridiculous. He's huge for this weight class. Matches up really well size-wise here with Tavares. A little actually bigger. He's younger, stronger, I would say. You know, again, more knockout power. And uh, I think I think this is going to be a good fight for as long as it lasts, but I think Robocop knocks him out. So what do you think, Ben? Yeah, man, I feel the same way. I think Robocop wins the fight, Robobama. Um, I really like him. I'm happy they rebooked the fight. The fight was supposed to happen at UFC 283 in, uh, in Brazil. Oh, Brazil. No, in Brazil yeah. last year in January. But uh, then Robocop got uh, Ferreira and he got knocked out, knocked out against Bruno Ferreira. That's right. Um no, I'm, I'm picking uh, Robocop here. I also think he puts Brett Tavares away, probably the second round. All right, cool. So we got the same pick there. And go to the next fight here. We got uh, – this is a short-notice fight. Ihor Pateri is dropping down to 185 on short notice. And I believe that our boy Alex Bahunin broke the news, right? I think Yeah, he did. He did. So he's dropping on a short notice to 185, taking on Robert uh, Brychek. And uh, the odds, I think, are out. Yeah, odds are out for this one. Brychek minus 205, Pateria plus 175. I find it difficult to pick Pateria because of the short notice, the weight cut drop, man. I'm, I'm just not sure what to think about this guy. you have any thoughts? 
Nah, it's difficult, man. You know, Io Poteria, um, he looked good in the first round against Bellato, I remember, or was in this early yep. se early second round. But, uh, yeah, he got stopped at a certain moment. Um, hasn't looked great in the UFC, to be fair. You know, he had a good Dino uh, Series fight, only uh, win against uh, Mauricio Shogunua. Um if you look at Robert Bricek, uh, I I don't know too much about. Him. I know he's an he's a he's an octagon guy. You know he did well there, but uh, obviously the opponents he fought there aren't really comparable to what he's going to fight in the UFC. So it's really difficult to pick this fight, you know. But the thing is, like short notice for Ihor Pateria making 185, I think it's going to be difficult. I'm taking Robert Bricek to win the fight by um, by unanimous decision, probably. I'm taking the win by knockout. I, I watched the tape on him today. I mean, he's got a lot of power. There's no doubt about it. Again, he's a guy that's lost a couple of times, and you know he's 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 looked good though lately. Um, I think he's got four straight wins by knockout. He's coming for octagon. That's a good promotion, by the way. You know, that other guy, that uh, Kazakh guy, they just signed. He's from there too, right? From octagon. The guy's fighting yeah. more, right? So, oh, this is signed. different octagon. Oh, is it? That was a different one. Oh, okay. This is the octagon with a K, and the other is with a C. <laughs> okay, my bad. So, anyways, the, the one for, with the K is actually a good promotion. Um, they just did that million dollar final, right? Did was it Boyan? Yeah. He won. Boyan won. I don't know who won, but they did. Yeah. I mean, I want to see who won. I, I gotta double check that. I thought yeah. Boyan won. I'm pretty sure he did. He was it. Andres Mikolaidis. Yeah, Boyan won. He won a million dollars, right? So that's uh, that was awesome. But yeah, they had some good prospects come for there, man. They definitely do. Um, it's one of the better promotions in Europe right now. So uh, I like this guy. I think he's fought some good competition over there, and I think he wins this fight. So, yeah, um, I got uh, Robert Burchuk. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Dan Ige against Andre Feely, touchy, co-main event. Short notice for Andre Feely filling in for Lerone Murphy. And as you can imagine, Dan Ige's favorite, minus 175, Feely plus 150. So pretty competitive. Your thoughts on this one, co-main event? Yeah, so... Dan Ige defeats everybody who is not above him, or who is not going to be a contender. Pretty much, you know. Andre Feely, he's a fun fighter to watch, but also very inconsistent. But he also loses against guys I don't expect him to lose against, you know, in my opinion. They're kind of a little bit similar, but I feel more with Dan Ige. I still think Dan Ige has more to offer in this fight. I think he's more complete, in my opinion. I think it will be a close fight. I still think Dan Ige wins the decision here. So... Long story uh, short, Dan Eager by decision. I'm the same as you on this one, man. I, I think it'll be, again, a competitive fight, probably 29-28 type of fight um, that goes the distance. I mean, most of Philly's fights go the distance. So he is. So this one has to make these of a decision to me. But, again, Dan took the fight with a full camp. Andre coming on a short notice. I don't love that. And, you know, Andre, very inconsistent. You know, I really like the guy, but so inconsistent. And at least Ige... I know he's, you know, not looked amazing lately, but I think he's a little bit more consistent. And uh, to be honest, man, if you look at kind of his resume, he only really loses to those top 10 guys. He usually mm -hmm. beats the other guys. So he'll defend his ranking here with a the, with the decision. And I think it'll be a good fight, though. All right. And, and I kind of like this comment. He's a uh, gatekeeper at a slightly higher level. I, I kind of agree <laughs> with that, too. It's funny. All right. We'll get to the main event now, guys. We have middleweights again. Joe Pfeiffer taking on Jack Hermanson. Body bags is favorite here, minus 225, the Joker plus 190. And uh, I'll start on this one too. You know, listen, I, I like Jack Hermanson. He's a, a good fighter who's fought really good competition throughout his career. And uh, he's had a good career in the UFC. He's been there for eight years now. But I really like Joe Piper. I see what everyone else sees in the guy, obviously. Um, this is definitely a step up, I would say. But it's a step I think he can pass. I think the UFC is super high on him. He's won four straight fights by stoppage. 
He's looking better and better every fight. He's knocking guys out. He's submitting them. The UFC is all in on this dude. I'm not all in on him, man, because I still think he's a little bit untested against these like elite guys. But I think he's catching Jack Hermanson at a good time. Jack's definitely on the decline after that last fight. That was a brutal finish loss against Delize. Um, and I'm just not convinced that he's the same guy he once was. I, I think his durability is a question. He's been knocked out three times in the UFC. Piper's got a ton of fucking power. I think Piper knocks him out and gets the biggest win in his career. So I'm going to Joe Piper here. What do you think? Yeah, the thing with Jack Hermanson is like you, you never know what's going to happen. You know, he's such a odd fighter in my opinion. You know, um, last last time fought in 2022 against Roman Dolice. Um And Joe Pfeiffer, Joe Pfeiffer has looked great so far, you know, in the UFC. I was really on the fence against Gerald Murashart when he fought him. But, uh, yeah, he knocked him out. And uh, then the Abdul Razak Alassane was also impressive by the submission in the second round. I got to go with Pfeiffer here, man. I think Pfeiffer has looked good so far in the UFC. Um, this is definitely a step up in competition, but I think he can do it. Um, does he Does he get a finish? I don't know for sure, man, but I would say so. I, I think I'm going with the Pfeiffer by TKO in the second round. Yeah, I think he knocks him into the I like that pick as well. All right, so that's it for the UFC uh, A6, biggest A6 preview. Um, anything else you want to talk about yourself before we get out of here? Like, I can't remember. Was there any big news this week in MMA that you want to quickly go touch on? Or not, not really, but maybe you can. You can. We can go to the latest matchups. You know, we could do that really quick too because we did a short one here. We'll go, we'll go do them for five minutes, guys. Yeah. Uh, let's pull up Marcel's uh, page here. One second, pulling it up, Marcel. All right, we have a couple of fights, right? I thought this one was official, by the way, but we'll pull it up here. We'll take a few more questions if you guys have them. I'll try to read them. But yeah, so I thought this fight was announced a while ago, wasn't it? Or no? Which one? Yeah, but but Caio said there was nothing done yet at that moment, you know. So uh, there were just talks. Any, anyways, Paul Craig against sorry, Paul Craig. There we go against Kyle Barrio. I, I like Barrio in this fight a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think uh, Paul Craig is on the older side of it, you know, and uh, Barrio is six years younger. I really like Borayo. I also think that uh, he's te more technical on the ground. And Paul Craig is good on the ground, don't get me wrong, you know, but uh, I, I think Kaya Borayo here. Yeah, he wins. And then there's a couple other ones. Um, this one we just talked about. By the way, this picture is so funny. Eh? He's like the emo version of him. And he's yeah. got that picture. Who is it on his arm? Darren Crookshank, right? You can't see it there, but yeah. it really did look like Crookshank with that with that beautiful mustache, right? <laughs> it does. That fight. And then this one, Costa versus Boreas. I like this fight a lot too. Um fun fight. I don't know about uh, this one. I'm not sure. I'm actually not too sure. Um I, I, I mean Costa has looked pretty decent so far, you know, in the UFC. And I think Borges, he had a great first round against uh, Joshua Van, but everybody yeah. has a great first round against Joshua Van. So <laughs> it's uh it's difficult, but uh, I think it's a fun fighter, yeah. A fun fight, yeah. Petrino versus Pedro. I mean, this is like this is I don't know why this is in Brazil. That's a little surprising to me, to be honest with you. Um, I thought they would put him on the, the, the pay-per-view card in Brazil, but I'm confident Petrino beats this guy. Yeah, that they probably needed more main card fights for that uh, March 2nd card, which still doesn't officially as a main event. Um, is it supposed to be Rose and, and, and Rebus, or is that a different card? No, the 87 is uh, the one which should be in Saudi Arabia, but it's now in the Apex. Oh, you know? okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean... Good fight, but uh, yeah, I favor Petrino as well. I think almost everybody will. 
Yeah, this is a good one too. Cameron Simon versus Peyton Talbot. I gotta be honest, little surprised they're doing this fight because I thought they were higher on Simon, but it looks like they're almost feeding him to Talbot here, man. I gotta be honest with you. What do you think? Yeah, that's actually a co-main event on March twenty third. Really? Yeah, it's uh it's a fun fight. But I think, man, don't get me get me wrong. I think Talbot is a fun prospect, but this might be too early for him, man. I really think Simon is good, you know, and Simon lost to Rodriguez last time, but Rodriguez is a great prospect as well, you know. Yeah, it's a good fight. Uh, Jarta Denise against Austin Lane. Denise knocks him out. 100% confident he knocks him out. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I would say so as well. This is a setup fight. He's a he's a big boy. Didn't you say his father just passed away? You told me that. Yeah, his father passed away. I think two weeks ago. Yeah. He'll carry a lot of emotion in the cage. I'm 100% sure this guy wins that fight. Austin Lane is just very chinny. Mo Uzman versus Mick Parking. This is short notice to, uh, replacing Chris Barnett. Um, yeah. Pretty sure Parking actually wins this fight, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I think Usman probably would have beaten uh, Barnett, but look, yeah. he, got tough, he got tough tattooed on his neck. It's funny. Yeah. Junior top of Carl Williams. Good, good fight. Good fight. Carl Williams is you know a good prospect, but uh, Junior's this got power, man. Yeah, but this is a very tricky fight for Tafa, man, because Tafa doesn't have takedown defense, you know? None at all. <clears throat> None at all. I don't really know, honestly. I'm not sure about this one. Edmund versus, or sorry, yeah, it's Edmund versus, I was going to say Stefan Struve, but it's Dustin Storovich. Can you click on the picture? Uh, I think I'd honestly, though, I think Edmund knocks him out. I honestly think so. I think Edmund's gonna be back on track here. What do you think? Yeah, very likely. You know, Todorovic hasn't looked great so far in the UFC, in my opinion, besides maybe maybe one or two fights. But uh, I would say Edmund, and listen, man, we all know if Edmund can get it done early, he will get it done, but he, yeah. he always struggles in the later rounds, you know. Sure does. Uh, Trevor Peak, Charlie Campbell. I mean, this is fight of the year written all over it man i mean this is a great fucking fight <laughs> this is an amazing fight honestly i don't know i mean i i, I he's got a lot of holes in this game but he did show more composure in the last fight against the eye it was boring when he wrestled him it was good to see it that you know it's not just a brawler but campbell man he's got some really good hands too i don't know this is a this is a kind of a coin flip fight what do you think um yeah man this is a, a crazy one i have a story by the way but i'll tell you after the podcast remind me to to tell you um yeah fun fight man really looking forward to it yeah let's go to the next fight uh we talked about this one all right so that's it for that i'll take a few questions really quick guys if you want to ask a couple i'm just looking at the comments anything any rumors the best keepers the guy Uro submitted last november any room any truth to those rumors Oh, the rumors are for Besky versus guy. Oh, the the oral by guy. I have no idea. Oh, really? That's that's the rumor fight. Holy shit! That's a good fight. That happens. Muck to back oral by or something. Yeah. Yeah. So guys are talking about Mick Parkin. I think Mick probably wins that fight. It's it's kind of short notice, but not really. I mean, that fight was just announced with with Chris Barnett. Uh, Chris Barnett barely fights, by the way, Beast Boy. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, all right. Let's get out of here, Marshall. I think I think we're good. Um, I don't. I don't know. I think we should get over here. It's uh, early in the day. I want to go make some lunch. I'm hungry. So, anyways, I really appreciate you guys joining us. Obviously, we did the preview and the recap. You missed the recap. Go back and listen. Marcel, anything else you want to say? Anything you got coming up this week that uh, you want to tell the listeners? No, about? Nothing big. Nothing big as far as I know. So, no, not really. Do you think it's likely though that we'll get the UFC 300 main event this week? Do you think that's? Let's hope so, man. People are keep talking about it. Give the people what they want. I mean, don't do it so difficult. <laughs> I think tickets aren't on sale yet, or, or are they? Did they go on sale yet? I have no idea. Probably, probably not. You know, but I yeah. Know. Oh, uh, actually, you know what? This is a great question. Uh, just really quick, 
anything with that Dustin Poirier and 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 Benoit thing? Did you hear anything behind the scenes about that? Did you hear anything? No, but I have my theory on it. But <laughs> well, just a, it was a money grab by Dustin. You think or? What I think is that UFC proposed a fight to both guys, and I think they got to do a deal with Benoit. And and they probably, uh, I think Dustin said, yeah, but we have to negotiate or something, no? And they didn't, and then Dustin was like, I'm going to, to, to social media and say the fight is off, you know? And then so much backlash comes off it, and Dana gets annoyed. So I'm listen, man. And then that Dustin saying like, uh, it "Was a miscommunication. I didn't talk to my manager." Come on, man. You know, and somebody uh, replied to that. What is your manager Amish or something? You know, I mean, and that doesn't make any sense. So my opinion, I think uh, Dana or Hunter reached out to Dustin or Tiki, which is his manager, and um, was was like, "Fuck." let us know what you want for this fight you know and make sure you uh you say something on social media that there was a miscommunication from your side you know so we don't look bad you know what i mean um what do you think about dana calling out galerium cruz any thoughts on stupid that? doesn't make sense man i mean Guillermo just showed a clip from what he talked to daniel warren who was like a bsd's manager for bsd's coach so uh yeah didn't do anything wrong man and people uh going after him and also that nina chick you know she's also like uh, oh yeah she that that was bad of this get, get stop bootlicking man i mean i don't mind nina you know but stop bootlicking so hard you know yeah i mean she's she's in the ufc's pocketbook at this point probably but anyways um all right i, I mean oh there's a question I, oh go ahead, go ahead and also then with the contract of luke you know with uh with, with ali posting it's like guys what well, let, let it be. You know what I mean? It's like if, if Dana wants to rant, let them rant. But I really can't stand like all these people are going backing Dana. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. how dare you? Listen, if if they did anything wrong, I would say they did anything wrong, you know. But Guillermo didn't do anything wrong, you know. So why would I, uh, would I, uh, why would you hate on the dude, you know? Um, yeah, no, I agree with that. All right. Uh, there's a couple comments here. Gabriel's asking about. Elvis Brenner Favola is that I know Favola was talking about that. Is that happening? Have you heard? I know they both wanted, but I have no idea if that's anything that's going to happen. I have no idea. I mean, it'd be a, it'd be a fucking good fight, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, in Brazil too, right? I think it would be in Brazil. I mean, man, match mattress takes the toughest fights though. The Brenner is like very very good. I think we'll see yeah. that. You know, we know we know that now. We weren't sure, and then he, he beats uh, what's his name. Uh, Katatalazi, right? So, Katatalazi. Uh, and I like I like uh, Garam too. I mean, obviously lost that fight, but he's a good prospect. Chris, th thanks, buddy. Yeah, I had a good night. I mean, with the picks and everything like that. So, all right. Anyways, let's get out of here, Marcel. Uh, appreciate you guys joining us today, as always, my friends. We'll be back next week to the uh, the recap of the preview. So, have a great weekend, everyone. Talk to you later. Peace.